Hey, Riley. Yeah, Andrew. Do you want to make a podcast? I do, but God, what would it be about? So I have a pitch for you. Um, Mm -hmm. It starts with some bad news. Uh, You know, fans. Yes. (laughs) You have the opposite of one of those. Um, Uh, I have the, I have. (laughs) <laughs> Good news, Andrew. I have many of those. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I know but one specifically a... <laughs> um, because oh, for no. anyone that doesn't know, uh, we've been we've been out for a couple weeks. Uh, I mm-hmm. an episode went up, but I have no idea how that was recorded. I don't remember recording it. Um, yep, it was it was uh, you were there, so don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, as long as I insulted Josh Hutcherson, I'm good. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I was out because I was getting married. So, A, uh, certified wife guy now, uh, happy to be out of the, the fiancé simp bucket and into the realm of the living. Um, but B, I'm at my wedding, and my uncle comes up to me, and he <laughs> says, Hey, so which of these people is Marn, uh, my co-host on the Argonauts podcast? Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, Oh, uh, Marn's, you know, right over there, uh, you know, dancing right there, having a good time. He said, okay, cool. I said, yeah, uh, this table right here, that's kind of a, you know, my, the friends of mine from our podcast network together. Uh, if you look kind of standing dancing with Marn is, uh, is Riley kind of just behind her. Um, mm-hmm. they're my co-host on, on the podcast minds and, uh, um, you know, just, you know, just identifying mm-hmm. co-hosts basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. he kind of looks and he goes, oh yeah, the minds one. I don't like that one. So Riley, um, I, I need to make a podcast to get you back in my uncle's good graces. Yeah, and I think the best thing that I should do with this, Andrew, is I want to I want to make some anti uncle podcasting. Because here's the thing: you want to go the opposite direction. You want to do anti uncle podcasting. I don't take kindly to bad reviews. I got a bad review on a game the other day, and I was like, you know what? I'm never going to write another GM section again. I'm just going to write, play, pretend, and keep moving. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I kind of want to do here. Is I want to be like, you know what, uncles. Who needs them? Name a good uncle. Fictional. We'll put fictional here. Name a good <laughs> fictional uncle. <laughs> uh, That's right. There's the bane of, them. of my childhood was Full House, and that was just chock-a-block full of uncles. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Bad uncle. Bad uncle. Uncle Jesse? Bad. Uncle Blonde Guy? Bad. Very uncle bad. Uncle Bob Saget? Bad. Mm-hmm. Uncle Ben? Bad. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. They're all equal and bad. I can't think of a... Si- uncle Iroh? Shit. He sucks shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're you're really good at uh, me- throwing out an idea that I try to get on board with, and then you just, like, start stomping on fingers before I drop off the cliff. You realize that, right? Yep, yep, yep. Long live the king. Uncle Scar, now he has some good ideas, but he is still bad, unfortunately. So, is this... <laughs> you've you've had your Dilf bracket. Is this mm-hmm. the opposite of that, which is an uncle I'd like to fight? This is a... <laughs> that's a good name, and it makes me very... very <laughs> instead of a bracket, what if I gave you a list? A hit list, if you will. <laughs> So we make our way through uncles, and we we have to find a reason. I need to go back in. I need to be like, hey, you know Uncle Iroh? Well, you know that he killed a lot of people as a general. Is that really the kind of good guy that you want to put over? Yeah, and like, see, end of the day, Iroh was a war criminal. Mm-hmm. We need to cancel all uncles. This is, this is less, it's not a bracket, it's a burn book. This yes. is... We this is are the, middle school girls putting together the mm-hmm. book of reasons why we hate uncles. 
Yes, this is the end of Uncle Gellion. This is this is the fourth Unk Pact. We are going. We are taking them out. It, it's it's great. I'm trying to think of another uncle besides Iroh and Uncle Ben. Famous uncles in fiction and Scar, I guess. Scar's also. I was going to say you kind of hit my touchstones because <laughs> a lot a lot of times if they want to have that kind of uh, that kind of relationship, they're just like, yeah, make it a dad. Mm-hmm. 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 Uncle Scrooge. Nope. He's, Shithead. He, he's right. Mm-hmm. Count Olaf. Duck Bezos. Oh. <laughs> Uncle Scrooge is not Duck Bezos. You leave him alone. Uh, uh, Uncle Uncle Owen. Uncle Good fucking Owen. fire starter. That's it. Who's he's Uncle nothing. Owen? That's another Star Wars. Don't worry about oh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Don't you worry your pretty little head, Andrew. All right. I'm, sounds good. Um, <laughs> Aunts and uncles in literature. Hold on. I've just booted up this website. Let me scroll through aunts really quickly and get down to aunts, uncles. Aunts are off the hook. We're, we're solely yeah. here for uncles. Uncle Albert from Mary Poppins? Mm-mm, get rid Never of him. Never seen it. Bilbo Baggins is technically an uncle, and he sucks shit. He does. Mm-hmm. Almost mm-hmm. keeps a ring. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, All right, we're on episode, then- like, eight, and we're already kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel, so I think we need to hop over to a different <laughs> podcast idea. I just but, really uh, figured there'd be more uncles that I knew. You'd <laughs> think. This is just I- behind the bastards, but for dad's brothers. I guess. Yeah, it just I nothing. All these lists have nothing. They have nothing. Cool uncles T two cool uncles TV tropes. Uh <laughs> control F one piece. Nothing there. Okay. Yeah, there's no uncles in one piece. Oh, Naruto though. Here we go. Uh I don't know. There aren't any uncles in Naruto? Uh Yashihuga may count to Neji as both of them are friendly to each other now. Oh, really? sure. Okay. Yeah, Neji has a shitty uncle. The worst family also has an uncle involved. Uh, Yashimaru? Does that mean anything to you? Is that a word that means anything? Nope. Is Sasuke an uncle to, to uh, Boruto? Boruto? I don't think technically, but I think it is one of those, like, my family calls this Uncle Sasuke. All right. All right. Like... This none of this feels right. None of this works. So I need to pitch you on a different podcast idea. I, I'm one more thing. Okay, I'm reading TV tropes. Cool uncles. I'm in comic books. Spider Man's own Uncle Ben was a pretty cool guy since he fought in World War II and shaped Peter into the man he is today. <laughs> really? That's that's what you got for how to make Uncle Ben cool? He it's didn't. Just... He he. <laughs> Give me that difference. <laughs> I I don't think. Here's here's my my hot take. Uh, saying mm-hmm. one important line and then dying isn't shaping you into a person that you are. It's leaving well, you with an idea, but it is not shaping. Presumably, he spent time with Peter before his untimely demise. Yes, but we don't see any of that. And if your True. story's all about a kid with spider powers going, boy, my uncle was cool, uh, then like maybe you need to do better stories. And I do always say that uncles should be seen and not heard. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I got an idea here. Uh, this one comes at us from Blast Processing. Uh, this is an idea for the snog cast. Um, so neither of us are British, but I think that's the British word for making out, right? Yes. I, uh, I learned that when reading Harry Potter as a kid. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Because I thought that snogging was a little bit uh, more explicit. Um, and so when someone started talking about Dumbledore snogging someone, I was like, come again. Um, the rumor was that Dumbledore had been snogging such and such people. I was very concerned. Um, 
But <laughs> there used to be a show, and I don't remember what exactly it was called, uh, but uh-huh. it was by one of the people that did Friendshipping back when that existed. Um, and it was like a a it was a podcast through Kickstarter that was called like I think you would be friends or I think you would get along, and. It was basically a person that played matchmaker between two Kickstarter creators and was like, hey, you two should be friends. And so the podcast was just an awkward conversation between three people as one person pushed very hard for the other two people to like talk about things they have in common and try to engage them on a level that they were, they were like, you should act as friends here. And they were like, we are acquaintances at best and strangers at most of the time. How long did that podcast go? Couldn't tell you. Uh, it was not very great. Um, it's from Chicago. Yeah, it was. And uh, they wrote a part, book. Yeah, it was from the uh, one of the people that worked at Kickstarter after they worked at Cards Against Humanity. Most like, of these people that follow them are people that like I have actual like personal relationships with from Chicago. This is fucking me up. <laughs> do, you, do you have the podcast pulled up? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been doing research as we've been sitting here. What's, what's it like, called? <laughs> no, you got it. You got it's, it. I think it, you what... should be friends or something. Oh, wait, no. I'm still talking about friendshipping. Oh, yeah. Do you not know about friendshipping? I didn't. No, I'm sorry. I was so locked in on that. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it was a like friendship advice podcast. Yes, yes, yes. That is what I'm like. Well, that one also ended. It was uh, pretty okay. So, what we're doing now, I might have missed missed a thing. So, mm. we are, is this where we're, you said it's Snogcast, right? What are we doing yes. with this? This is one step further. Um, I want to do a matchmaking podcast <laughs> where we pluck people that we know online and say, uh, by the end of this podcast, they should be like in each other's DMs by the end of this. I statistically have a very good track record with this. I think I've done this to six or seven people at this point. <laughs> okay, so you got an expert here. Yeah, or I want to yeah, yeah. invite people into the booth, and what they don't know is that we're going to get an actual studio. We'll have it set up and ready to go. And what they won't know is that the uh, the area immediately <laughs> outside of the booth is also mic'd, and so is like uh-huh. the stoop out front. Um, <laughs> okay. Because... Our goal is to do a podcast that makes these people walk out and then like mm-hmm. in the moment where it's like, hey, well, it was nice, you know, talking to you. Um, yeah, if one of them doesn't come and be like, hey, do you want to you wanna go grab a drink? Do you want to go mm-hmm. get dinner? Uh, we failed. Okay. And so my in my experience doing this, the two things that I've done that have made this happen mm-hmm. that I can think off the top of my head are a the two of us playing Battletech and then also uh, – Bed Bath and Bionicle. <laughs> People got together because of us playing Battletech. They're broken up now, but yes, <laughs> two of our mutual friends. Oh yes, it, I remember uh, this. Okay, that's. Yeah. I thought you meant because of our streams, not just a single evening where we were playing Battletech together around folks. <laughs> I was very confused for a second. I didn't know about the subplot of our stream being folks are hooking up. <laughs> that's what happened to that really militarized guy that dropped sixty. Yeah, he found love. <laughs> found love in a hopeless place. That place was Battletech. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
<laughs> okay, but we need so you had like two one-off instances of this happening. We need to uh-huh. do this well, regularly. I'd call that a pattern. Okay, but yes. I how many times have I ever been on a show with somebody in in like, you know, a capacity where where love is in the air, you know? I I think that am are we both matchmakers in this or are you are you along for the ride as as I as I shoot my arrows to and fro? Uh first of all, rude. Uh secondly, yeah, we're both <laughs> matchmakers in this. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. I do so, I do think we need What to you makes a romantic podcast? So, I was about to say that we need a third person because mm. um as I've mentioned, I'm a married man now. Um but as I was I. lucky enough that I was dating my partner for like 10 years before we got married, and uh-huh, I think that you're in a similar yep. boat, right? Yep, yep, yep. So, neither of us know anything about uh, modern he- mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, here is here's the thing. Yeah. I think that we still you two you you and I obviously <laughs> obviously as people who are married are experts in romance. Right. And so I think that we could the two of us cuz we can't have three people sitting and then having two guests on and then try to hook them up so they're what they're the they're there's five people on a podcast and it's three people sitting around and going how's it going? Are you feeling intimate? No, that's <laughs> not going to work. You and I, we're charmers. We're charismatic people. Yeah. I think that we could help carry... We could wingman anybody. <laughs> we do need to great. put the weighted... We need to put the weighted leg braces on ourselves, though. Um, mm-hmm. If the podcast mm-hmm. ends, we walk out of the studio and someone's like, Hey, do you want to go get a drink to like you mm-hmm. or me? Uh, we Podcast failed. closed. Podcast, Podcast over. closed. Uh, we've, it's ended. Um, <laughs> so we, we can't be too charismatic. Andrew, this is too dangerous. I can't. I can't put a damper on my charm. So I'm going to need to switch to another uh, podcast. All right, give me a different idea. Uh, so <laughs> I have a uh, podcast here that was um, that I saw. I saw this on Twitter, and I guess this is also a subject of a TV show that I haven't watched yet, but I'm kind of interested in. Uh-huh. Um, Andrew, this is a suggestion that I found and retweeted, and it's me getting murdered. Lord, please don't let this become a podcast. <laughs> Uh-huh. You, you know, you know, true crime, right? I do. I think we need to find like. I think our goal here is to like remember how we talked about the afterlife in one, and we were like, "Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna." This one actually didn't even make it to air, so never mind, listener. I think we need to talk to people who are murdered. We need to get a seance, yada yada yada, and we need to be like, "Hey, you were on a podcast. Do you know that?" And they'll be like, "What?" And we need <laughs> to have them listen to the podcast and be like, "Are you happy that this happened?" I want a commentary track for my favorite murder with the deceased. <sighs> Riley, that is an incredible idea. I I have trouble <laughs> going with you on a journey me. like this because it's a little doing a séance to have a dead person is a little too uh a little too wackadoo for me to go with, but <laughs> I do love this idea of bringing people back and contacting ghosts to say, hey, did you know that they made a whole two-season Netflix show about your death? <laughs> I feel like they, they, they found the guy that did it. And they're like, well, actually, that's kind of the, that's kind of the question. It might have been an owl. Um, who could say, really? Uh, but real talk, like, well, um, there say. is an episode that never refers to you by name and just says the body. Are you cool with that? No. <laughs> yeah you know and i think that this would be 
in the way that uh, American Vandal was a great kind of subversion of this genre, I think this mm-hmm. would be a great subversion of this genre of like holding up the mirror and going, "Hey, this is what you're doing to people." I I I truly dislike true crime podcasts, yeah. and like I the true crime mm-mm. genre as a whole, like TV and stuff like that. There's there's like a lot of issues, but just like in my bones, I'm just like this is. I'm not a very religious person. I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. someone that holds a lot of things to be sacred. Uh, but I'm 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 also kind of like, is this really what we want to be doing with like dead folks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does. It never feels comfortable. It just feels like this. This person already got murdered in a way that <laughs> apparently is like awkward and weird enough to make a TV show out of. Mm-hmm. And now they have that to be on be a its podcast own punishment. Too. Yeah. No. It's just not. It's not. It's. <laughs> It's genuinely awful. I genuinely hate it. <laughs> yeah, you go to someone, you say, hey, or you, you call up a ghost, and you're just like, hey, uh, they made a Netflix documentary about your death. And then they're just like, oh, did they catch the guy that did it? And you're just like, well, okay, funny story. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but what we did instead was like kind of go to a lot of lengths to humanize the guy that might have done it um, and like really <laughs> made people feel sorry about that guy's nephew. And they're like, okay, cool, but what about what about me? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't, yeah, you don't matter here. We're more, <laughs> and like, I'm not here to say that like, if a person's accused of a crime, then we shouldn't care about them. But like, maybe we don't lose sight of the fact that like people are dead in these scenarios when we make a documentary about how nice the guy that's in jail for it is. Yeah, so we'll do ghost podsters, and <clears throat> I think that this is going to go over really well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously it'll be one awkward season of a of the show and i think we're gonna be like mm, well i'm i'm bummed now <laughs> <laughs> turns out talking to a bunch of murdered ghosts is just uh kind of spooky and sad more than it is anything else it's, it's just a, it's just a damn bummer um Andrew, I have a suggestion here as well. Yeah, hit me. This is from the this is from the Chicago Firefighters Discord. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> where so, somebody added me and said the podcast minds idea. This is my my good friend Hen um, uh, Wafsa. Um, this is I'm giving you the title instead of the description. Okay, Lorklift. What? Lorklift, like forklift, but the word lore. Lork, 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 lorklift. What was that? Can you, can you give me the name one more time? Lork, Lorklift. One more. Lorklift. If you can get me one clean, give me one clean of you saying the title of it, and then I'll justify it. Lorklift. There we go. Okay, so this is our podcast <laughs> where we uh, dig deep into the uh, usage manuals of industrial machines. Uh. <laughs> Okay, all right, okay, I'm listening, I'm you, listening. You know that there are those ones that are just like, hey, we're going to do a deep dive into this uh, this book series or this 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 film series and see, like, what makes it tick, what makes it work, what makes it doesn't. Uh, we're going to go through and read industrial manuals and talk about how good those are. <laughs> industrial manuals. I'm trying to be like, forklift user manual. Enter. <laughs> Forklift operation manuals, operator manuals. Uh, here's for the walkie pallet truck. This is made by Crown. 
uh, <laughs> this operator manual has information for all models of series PW3000 plus some options and accessories. And like maybe maybe we are we trying to doll this up? Are we trying to you know how sometimes you tell a story, you you stretch a little bit, you you add things on to make it more interesting. Are we trying to uh, add our own panache to this or to like approach this without any idea of what a uh, what is what the kind f- of added panache do you need for a machine that you can control and turn on a dime while also lifting <laughs> up to 2.5 tons worth of materials from the back shelf of an IKEA? Oh, and now that I'm saying that, I think you're right because if you'll look at look here at a uh, at uh, under the know know the hazards section where it says look where you're going, look at this little drawing of a guy presumably just getting flung to the left into a wall. Yeah, this guy. Uh, we've got a couple people making some <laughs> some just common errors. Uh, we got one guy getting tossed. It looks like from the top of one of these things. Another guy's pinching his hand between the uh, the cart. And the thing, uh-huh. another guy, he's walking too close and it's running him over. Um, yep. Look, that's these how are, he dies. These are serious machines and people truly need to know what they're doing before they uh, really get behind the wheel and try to take control of these. <laughs> people don't even respect heavy industry equipment enough. They don't. They don't. Because it's like a horse, right? Where it eats meat and it can harm you. Uh, look at this image of this man in black and white walking, looking away, pulling the crown walkie pallet truck right behind him. Yeah, but you he know what? So he's got his hand on the control, and he's walking to the side with his feet clear of the truck. You can't mm-hmm. go wrong with that. <laughs> Riley, the other day I saw a TikTok that was uh, – there was a guy who um, had a, a forklift that had uh, started to, like, sink into a swamp. And so he tried mm-hmm. to get it out using a second forklift. Um, and all that led to is him having two forklifts that were sinking yes. into a swamp. <laughs> and I got to tell you, Riley, uh, it's posts like that that make me weep. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so people, upsetting when it happened. People don't understand the beauty of a, a small machine like this. And uh, it the, it gets me, you know? The ins and outs, and especially when you look at the, uh, you look at one of these pictures of the the truck parts, and mm-hmm. you look at the cockpit, the 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 driver, the drivery, the driver zone, the the baby driver of this all. Yeah, it is. Look at all those little lob, knobs and, and levers. Look at this. This is a clean. <laughs> this is this is a clean control panel. This is how God intended. Look at none of that fuss and muss, no coconuts. You've got the hydraulic levers on the right. You have your steering wheel in the middle pedals. What else you fucking need? This you is need just a hot else. ass for the real world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are you doing out here with all those levers? Mm-hmm. Forklift truck. we got three or four different hydraulic levels. This thing has two <laughs> separate horn buttons. What, what if you need? It's got this a three. Horn it has and a three. Whar, whar. It's got one in the middle and the two side horns. Get out of this guy's way. <laughs> no matter where you are, you aren't you aren't far from a beautiful little horn. I do like that this thing points to the steering wheel and calls it direction control. It's kind of like, thank <laughs> you. I, I'm not that much of an idiot. <laughs> I think I've got the rest of it. I think I understand what a steering wheel does. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and do you have a different suggestion for me? Yeah, I got a suggestion here. Um <laughs> Mostly because I just want to say this name out loud because uh, the room where it happened really nailed this one. Um, mm-hmm. I can only expect that this is a a uh, a rewatch podcast of a classic anime, uh, but this pitch is for <laughs> you. You watch a show. 
<laughs> now, I've watched Hunter Hunter, which is the, the another show by the maker of this guy. Yeah, their worst one. I, mm, I'm gonna, mm, here's the thing. I was gonna finish and say, I've never actually watched Yu Yu Hakusho. Well, if I you know did finish what you were gonna do, then you already did better than Hunter Hunter. I'm, he's taking a break. How long does he's, a break take, Riley? Long enough. As somebody who has taken a break from many a long, many a project, <laughs> saying I'll go back, that man can take it every fucking second he wants. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> you do your thing. Take it. Take your time. I'm in no rush. Now, you you watch a show. Sounds great. I'm. I would. I would love to do this. And I here is some of the things we. I don't want to do another. Just another rewatch podcast, mm-hmm. Andrew. So I'm going to need you to give me some sort of panache to this. What's the catch? What's the angle we're approaching this on? I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I kind of just want to do a simple rewatch podcast. Really? You don't want you want the fuss, the must, the coconuts? You just want to approach it flat on? It kind of sounds nice. I feel like I have a lot going <laughs> on. And just being able mm-hmm. to get onto a podcast with my friends and be like, Oh boy, Yu Yu Hakusho is pretty cool. It was very neat when he fired the spirit gun. I, I, I think that I'd be cool doing a show that didn't have, like, an extra little bips and levers, even if they were hydraulic. <laughs> even if they were. Andrew, Andrew, take that back. Take that back. I, honestly, I, I, I just wanted to say the phrase, you, you watch a show, uh, because it made me think of what other uh, anime from my youth you could do a rewatch podcast and come up with a good title for. Um, I didn't get very far, but I did <laughs> want to do a rewatch of the anime with the guy with the big afro and the nose hairs. And call it show, 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 show. <sighs> Andrew, you're really testing me today. You're really testing me. You got a different podcast idea for me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I think I do. Uh, let me let me scroll through really quickly and, and get it. Andrew, mm-hmm. I I recently listened to all four of the final episodes of Nervous Rex. Okay. And with that, I learned, uh, you know, that the, I believe the last one is called uh, Shin uh, Evangelion, I believe. And uh, I want mm-hmm. to ask you, Shin Podcast, because because Shin Godzilla exists, Shin Kamen Rider ex- is going to ha- come out, Shin Ultraman. These, what does Ano's podcast look like? So. <laughs> uh <laughs> You ever need an idea and you just kind of say it and just go, uh oh, okay, we're going, we're going, we're going. No, that's that is a question that I think I need to chew on for a lot longer than I expected. Uh, (laughs) Then here, I think if he made a podcast today, it would just be like, it would just be like a guy who's pretty reasonable talking about his process of making things. And if you watched it alone as or listened to it alone as just its own podcast, you'd be like, okay, they took a famous guy and had him do a podcast about himself. Easy mm-hmm. peasy. But what you would really want and what you actually want is for a podcast that started 30 years ago <laughs> that he started recording then. And then ditched for a couple years, and then came back to, and then ditched for a couple years, and then came back to again, and then ditched. Like, so mm-hmm. you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, season mm-hmm. one of this is kind of weird and wild. Season two of this, a little boring, but he seems more interesting now. Season three of this, you're just kind of like, oh man, this guy's doing okay. <laughs> Glad <laughs> to hear. Came it. Around. 
Well, see, so so I, I love this idea of a documentary podcast in this way. But what I kind of want is I'm imagining we, you know, Andrew, we usually do podcasts here. What is the, I, I want to think about what the the because as far as I understand it from listening to an entire podcast about the the text uh, Evangelion's like a deconstruction on mech shit. Every once in a while, it has like a lot of a lot of panache and a lot of shit happening in it. And like, I don't want to like put it down with that really kind of a vague statement on it because i think i i think i appreciate the text i just don't want to watch it uh but yeah, i enjoy I this that. new podcast no, you pretty much I want nailed that, but for the podcasts. text oh go ahead i want that but for podcasts i want to figure out what that looks like where the podcast it's about a podcast instead of a big robot does that make sense i want the gates of pod to open does yeah. that make sense andrew uh it, pod. it does but i it, it does i <laughs> You you see a lot in like role playing games and like actual play stuff kind of does this but not very often. I'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in a tabletop campaign of something, the times that the players like really care is when mm-hmm. they feel like they've like broken off of the path that they were supposed to go down and have started doing things kind of on their own and f- building toward what they want it to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like this is going to be my controversial statement. Um, I don't think I've ever listened to an actual play that captures that same energy. There are a mm-hmm. couple that have had a moment kind of like that, mm-hmm, but the mm-hmm. moments that like they start to go off on their own energy and start doing that is when like the producer behind the show is like, okay, how do we get this back on track? Uh, because they have like the additional constraint of we're making this as a series. And I'm sure that there are some actual plays that I'm disregarding that have done this and like do have that energy too, but I want to make a podcast that captures that kind of energy. And the problem is that I want to script that, which is why we're not, uh, actual (laughs) Anno is doing this. Oh, thank God. He knows what he's doing. He's here. He's here to do this. And so thank you so much. Anno-san. I guess what I kind of want from you, Andrew, is I just want some you have you're going to be able to give some proper nouns that are going to be in this. So I just need you. Can you rattle off four uh, proper nouns that we get to put in this uh, in this deconstruction of podcasts? Uh, Sure. Um, We're going to have the extra bright recording software. We're going to have um, Matt White. We're, is that a name of a person or you know what never mind never mind continue continue we're going to have um i think i think hmm? you could have something called audio sync reaper and i think that does a lot of uh of lifting yeah audio sync reaper i think is good uh and you know what we're gonna go with one more thing we're gonna have the ate mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh 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 and and what would that stand for do you want to get into that or no we don't have to figure that out the audience will figure it out for us all right, all right. I am genuinely excited for this this large scale project that we get to put all of our Patreon money to or to uh, is uh, you know going to come together. Great, uh, Andrew. Do you have another I, suggestion? I just laughed to myself at the, at the fact that you said that, and then I remembered that we do have a Patreon for this show. I forget <laughs> that sometimes. Thank you to all of our patrons. Thank you to all the patrons. Uh, you keep you keep the lights on on the podcast, and you make this a painless experience. I appreciate you. 
All right, I've what got I got two here? ideas here that I want to merge together. Um, yeah, and this is it's it's going to be two ideas that will forge together into forming its opposite. Uh, because these two <laughs> okay. ideas come together to create some serious divorced energy. Uh, <laughs> Darnin, I don't have a good idea for a name, writes in and says a podcast exclusively for married people. Uh, this is one that we can do now that, uh, you know, we're both in uh-huh. that camp. And uh-huh, then, uh-huh. uh, Chris writes in and says, who's the better half? <laughs> so the- you've seen dating shows, right? I've seen what? <laughs> you get it? Dating shows? Like, oh, you mm-hmm. need to pick from these suitors. Yeah. Uh-uh. Divorce show. We we are a show that breaks up married couples. This is the opposite are- <laughs> of the podcast we opened this one with. Yeah, yeah, we are, we are, this is the opposite of the uncle podcast. I'm at the opposite of the snog cast, but you know what? This is a podcast. Hold on. We're going to go full circle. This is how we get our uncles out of our lives. We have to divorce every uncle. We pick and claw at their marriage until it tears apart. Now that I'm thinking about this, uh, pretty much my entire family is the men, so it's just like, oh, I'll just lose a bunch of ants. Never mind, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, so what I think is, we'll take the uncles out. The uncles get to live today. But I think a a game show built on the idea of we are trying to ruin your marriage. I think there's something to that, Andrew. I think, yeah. You know how when you used to see old reality shows, you'd see people like, oh, yeah, we nominated this person. Like on, uh, not Say Us to the Dress, but like, what's the other one? There's like a... Uh, like a, you dress shitty that- and your friend said so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do that, but except it's like... <laughs> You should get a divorce. And it's a bunch of videos of their friends going like, yeah, fuck this shit. This is, this is an intervention <laughs> podcast for marriages. And it's not, and it, this isn't a peaceful intervention. This is a divine intervention. This is divorce intervention. They, they, they walk into the podcast studio. We lock the door and we're just like, listen, we're going to play you some MP3 files. Uh, we have uh, used some editing software to make them like to anonymize the voices. So you won't know mm-hmm. who said these things, mm-hmm. but uh, these are what your friends actually think about your, your very bad marriage. Now here's and the in thing. Reality, here's the it's thing. It's just us. We've just made up a bunch of shit because we're yeah, just yeah. We've made up a ton of shit. No one has written it. No, <laughs> we're, we're just here to be random people on the street. Exactly. We are the monsters. Now, what I need to think. What what the hardest part of this, Andrew, is like we will have some time. I think we have prep time, and then we have the execution time. And I think here's here's my goal mm-hmm. in this is I'm not looking for the thing that will sever it live on air. I'm looking mm-hmm. for the thing that sows the seeds. Right. Yeah. There's definitely get- a, there's a there's a there's a grace period on this show. <laughs> Our other show that had to be immediate. It had to be like you got to walk out of the studio and be like, "Hey, I want to keep this conversation going. Do you want to go get dinner?" Um, yeah. This one has to be like, we'll check back with a couple in six months. I think we leave them with a business card, right? We leave them with two business cards. It's like, hey, call us if anything needs to be updated. I think, and, uh, I think we just add them on Facebook. We'll see it play out in real time. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. So we're a little bit stealthier than that. Have uh, have you <laughs> have you listened to Judge John Hodgman? <laughs> I know of it enough. Where, you know? Yeah, we're just getting two people that have a disagreement that they want to litigate before a fake internet judge. Uh, mm-hmm. We're basically doing that, but the thing that they don't realize is that what we're actually litigating is their marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so we have to this also adds a layer of like sneakiness onto us right because that means we can't say it out loud we can't say we're here to get you divorced i i, I we- think it's one of those things where like um in college i did a lot of like psychology studies where mm-hmm. you would walk into a room and they would say like we're testing for this thing but like you would do the test and you're like okay they're actually testing for that thing um uh-huh, uh-huh. like you're just kind of like oh they're trying to test like how stressed this makes me and how i react to the stress not whether or not like this works in this way or whatever um i don't i don't know if i can give actual examples because that feels a little <laughs> weird even though it's been years um but like i think that we're going in and we're just like you know we go in and we say you know well your relationship would survive that surely and then we just like move on to something else almost as a non sequitur i think I like this. I like this whole concept. I like this whole structure. (laughs) I just. It is very funny. The the path that this podcast, this this episode has taken the arc of this whole thing. Yeah, it it really took me 40 minutes in a recording studio to be down on the idea of marriage as a whole. Let me go update my life. Hi-ho. Hi-ho. Hi-ho.